0: It to the NFL season. And if you're into fantasy sports, this will help you. Here are five guys you need to play Thursday night and feel free to steal these. Starting with Allen Robinson, who's expected to have a major role in Los Angeles. Sean McVay, his own head coach, said that they expect him to be an upgrade from Robert Woods. And let's not forget that including last year, his season ended early Robert Woods, but his fantasy points per game every single season as a Ram were top 20. And he was basically averaging that on a weekly basis. He was a great player there. So here's what you need to know for week one one Allen robinson was basically left for dead last year in chicago he scored seven and a half fantasy points per game in the 10 games with justin fields which was almost half of his career average his career average in fantasy is 14.9 points 48 percent less that's crazy and a lot of this has to do with justin fields who it wasn't totally his fault he was behind a bad offensive line he had a terrible coaching staff and organization around him and like many rookies do he struggled he was 33rd in accuracy which hurt Allen robinson's numbers robinson's advanced metrics were still good Good. this is why we can feel confident in his abilities he was top 15 at beating man coverage and earning targets last year and now he's paired up with matthew stafford who ended up being the number one quarterback last year against man coverage pass rating and accuracy now here's how robinson matches up against buffalo in this game the bills have placed their stud cornerback tredavious white on the pup list meaning that he's gonna miss this game in at least the first four games of the year and that leads robinson to work on the outside for most of this game against a couple of different cornerbacks the first one would be the veteran Dane Jackson who's had a couple years in the NFL. His rookie year was okay. Last year was not that good based on PFF grading. Then there'll be the rookie Elam who I think we can project to be at best maybe slightly above average to average. This isn't a threat to Robinson. Plus Robinson has at least 20 pounds on both of these guys so he'll have leverage especially in the red zone. So play Robinson and this next running back. That will be Daryl Henderson who's expected to see close to 50% of the touches in this one and last year when Cam Akers was out Henderson was basically a top 12 running back in fantasy. During that time he was a work course averaging over 15 opportunities per game which was top 10 in the nfl now here's why this matters cam Akers is already dealing with an injury in camp and he had that devastating achilles injury last year which only 72 percent of players come back from so he's checked that box that's good but they lose 50 percent of their power their explosiveness and it usually takes at least two years to restore and that's not yet here for cam Akers. and now here's what this means means that henderson is going to be used often and he'll stay on the field a lot more because of his pass protection skill set since entering the nfl Henderson has been a top 10% back in pass protection in the passing game, and coaches love that. Now, here's how he matches up against Buffalo. Look, there's no doubt about it that Buffalo's defensive line you're seeing right here, they're solid. They're fantastic. They're all above average to elite players, Von Miller on the right side, but you're going to have some solid offensive line play from the Rams, and they'll have success running off of their right tackle in right side of the line. And this number you're seeing right here of 1.35, that's the amount of yards before contact that the Bills allowed to that side of the line last year, which was bottom 10 in the NFL. And not only that, but you should expect Henderson to be using the passing game as well. He averaged over three targets per game when Akers was out last year, but even when Akers has been playing, he averages over 12 routes per game, so around two targets per game, which is a nice little bonus, especially if you're playing him as a value play in DFS. So consider rostering Henderson at low ownership for you daily fantasy players, and then get this next guy in your lineups. And this guy has been a hot topic in the season long and best ball streets all summer long, and that's Gabe Davis. And you could expect Davis to see a beneficial matchup in this one because Stefan Diggs, like we've seen in the past when they play the Rams is likely to see stud cornerback Jalen Ramsey in shadow coverage. So here's what you need to know about Davis. As a rookie, Davis was not great at earning targets. This is typical for a lot of rookie wide receivers. He ranked outside the top 100 in target rates, which means your ability to earn targets. Then he took a massive leap in his second year, ranking above average at earning targets. 22% of the time that he ran a route, he was targeted. This is a solid leap. And usually we see this type of leap out of guys who are starting to become stud receivers. And now veteran Emmanuel Sanders is gone, who Davis was a backup two for most of last year which makes davis the clear number two option for the buffalo bills who were a top five offense last year and that bad man in josh allen and the bills not adding any stud receivers in free agency or the draft clear shakira rookie but he's not an early round pick it gives you more confidence that davis will be that number two guy and then he goes out and he plays 100 of his snaps with the Bills starters in the preseason so you can feel real confident that he's going to be the dude out there for buffalo now check out who he'll match up against in this game he's unlikely to see jalen ramsey all that much if at all in this game so he's likely going to see the veteran david long jr and long started his career off in 2019 as a solid player then he struggled in 2020 and last year he was at best average he ranks 60th out of 115 quarterbacks so basically as average as it gets in coverage grade and i would say that gabe davis is above average and he's in an above average offense with a really really good qb so play gabriel davis and consider this veteran tight end and that veteran tight end should see more usage because van jefferson is highly questionable for this game and that man who will see more usage is going to be Tyler Higby. Let's discuss. Higby is likely to see linebacker Tremaine Edmonds in coverage whenever it is man to man coverage. A lot of the times it's going to be a zone where he'll see his utilization where he's really good at. But when it's man to man against Edmonds, it's going to be a solid matchup for Higby. Edmonds allowed 81% of the targets coming his way last year to be caught by tight ends, four out of five. And Edmonds ranked 13th last year, which is not good, giving up over 50 receptions to the tight end in man coverage. And that's factoring in bad tight ends where Higby is not a bad tight end last year Higby ran the sixth most routes in the league which means he was active he was used a lot he was staying healthy and he was a big part of this offense and that translates because he led all tight ends every single one of them in red zone targets with 20 red zone targets and 14 red zone receptions that gives you upside whether you want to bet in any time touchdown score you want to play him in DFS really if he scores a touchdown he's easily paying off this price tag and now speaking of some props some of the players that we talked about yeah I'm gonna like them in all formats to so start them in season long to play them in DFS and for your player I took Gabriel Davis over 56 and a half receiving yards and I took the more on the more or less on prizepicks.com on Allen Robinson, 57 and a half receiving yards. I have both of these guys over 62 receiving yards. So I feel good about that. If you want to use the code SAL22, not only will you get a deposit match, you put in a hundred, you get a hundred right back. You put in 20, you get 20 right back. So you get two times your money. You'll also gain access to my weekly rankings, projections and game by game player notes for every fantasy relevant player, whether you're making bets, playing DFS or season long. And that weekly material comes with a 20 $20 Amazon gift card. So you get all that. You get a deposit match, a $20 Amazon gift card, and those weekly for every week of the season projections and rankings and player notes. So all you have to do to take advantage of all these perks is click the link in the description and follow these two simple steps. And you could join the thousands of people using that material and playing over on pricepicks.com. Click the link to learn more. All right. So you want to start Higby and then you want to play this sneaky wide receiver. And that would be a man that I've loved drafting later in season long drafts in best ball in Isaiah McKenzie. But we must acknowledge that he is dealing with an injury from the final preseason game he's gonna have about two weeks or so to heal up but it's an undisclosed injury that he's dealing with potentially questionable for this game now if you were to read that article it seems like their general manager and head coach are expecting him to play and by the time you're watching this we likely have more information if he's in great if he's not take all this information i'm about to say and apply it to veteran slot receiver on the team jamison crowder so if mckenzie plays he ended up beating out jamison crowder in the preseason he started in every game he beat him out in camp practicing with the first team and in the last preseason game where they both played he started played seven snaps, and Crowder played just two. So he's the starting slot receiver. Now, that being said, McKenzie won't just play the slot. He'll move to the outside where there's a lot of upside. And in this specific game, he'll face veteran slot cornerback Troy Hill from the Rams. And Troy Hill has been a solid cornerback throughout his career. Like, he had a rough patch in 2016, but then he bounced back the last four or five years or so, and he was pretty dang good, until last year where he was just average. And honestly, pretty below average, especially when you compare it to the rest of his career. Last year in coverage, he ranked 98th out of and 150- 15 cornerbacks. The only reason why his overall play was better is that he's good versus the run. But we don't care about versus the run here when Isaiah McKenzie is a wide receiver. What can you do in coverage? One of the worst, a bottom 17 cornerback last year in coverage. Hill allowed six or more receptions in three of his final four games in coverage last year, and now he has to face Isaiah McKenzie. And Josh Allen. And not only does Isaiah McKenzie have basically elite speed, 88th percentile, top 12% of all time, but he has elite agility. He's able to get open with ease. And this has been apparent in his last two starts in the NFL in 2020 he had a start he scored 30 and a half fantasy points and then in 2021 he had a start he scored 29.4 those are his last two starts I'll take half of that now here's the thing you want to prioritize McKenzie but if he were to miss you could feel confident in playing Jamison Crowder in DFS or your season-long lineups because this guy is still good he was the number two wide receiver last year and not just in his own division or on his own team in the entire NFL at beating man coverage he knows how to get open and now he's going to face a struggling cornerback in Troy Hill with a solid quarterback in josh allen throwing him the ball so these are five players you must play on thursday night if you want to see seven guys you should add to your fantasy team before week one then check out this beautiful video right here and make sure you will take an advantage of the limited time offer in the description below